There are currently over 2 million podcasts on the internet with a staggering 48 million episodes available to listen. But not all podcasts do their job. I'm Jean-Max Lima, editor of the Tech Capital, and joining me today is Aaron Chenoy, VP of Sales and Marketing at Server Farm, to talk podcasts and how the company has been using this platform to innovate in its market education messaging. Aaron, thank you so much for joining me. First of all, congratulations on reaching 500 downloads of the Future of Data Centers podcast. Um, why don't you start by telling us why Server Farm decided to create this podcast series? Firstly, we are thrilled that we've reached 500, even though that is an incredibly small number in the, you know, in the overall number. And, and I guess you know, our, our customers and partners want information and ways to engage with us that, you know, that are very different to two years ago. Uh, relationships, as we know, are increasingly virtual. So we've put a lot of effort into working on podcasts, in addition to blogs and white papers and social media, really with a focus to engage our, our ecosystem more effectively. And I guess we're working on the basis that, you know, the an audio-only version of us travels a little bit better. It's a little bit more portable. So, you know, just part of part of broadening our, our engagement with our, with our customers. Yep, I completely agree. And I think an interesting aspect of the podcast, it's the, the younger audience um, that you manage to get to versus writing, for example. Oh, absolutely. Content. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's so much more accessible. And, and I think that the, the point, you know, I mean, very few of us are actually traveling. So I think the concept of the sort of content being a little bit more portable, and I'm not suggesting that people listen to us as part of their sort of bedtime story, but you know that's maybe one 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 place where they might listen to us. <laughs> um, this sounds good. And um, but Aaron, your first podcast, your second mini series, sorry, um, focused on the data center management as a service, so DMAS. Um, and you guys launched the the mini series on the International Podcast Day on September the thirtieth. Um, I mean even though I was there sharing the podcast with you, uh, but can you give us some details um, of what the, the three episodes in this series covered? Sure, sure. So we, um, you know, we've always thought about Server Farm as a company that exists really because our customers need data centers, but don't want them. Um, and so data center management as a service, you know, in addition to, you know, our real estate services, our data center design services, our co-location services, you know, have been, especially in the last five years, a very, very strong but natural extension to those services. Because, you know, I guess the problem that we're solving for our customers is as, as all of our worlds become increasingly, you know, more virtual, um, not everything can sit, you know, in a public cloud. Uh, some of it is still either on-premise because it's legacy uh, or it's on-premise because it's part of a, a private cloud. But the key thing is that, you know, we're here to help our customers manage everything physical in that virtual world. Um, and data center management as a service is, you know, is really our way of, of creating that value. You know, those efficiencies, those increased reliability uh, capabilities for our customers. I mean, definitely, it's been interesting to also see how Server Farm kind of officiates itself um, with these extra offerings within this portfolio. Uh, but, um, I mean, we are talking about DMAS, but... Um, I guess the majority of the industry will have heard of DSIM, so data center infrastructure management. Um, and I guess these two sometimes do get a little bit confused um, in terms of definitions and what each other does. Um, I know we took a deep dive during the, the second episode, but can you give our listeners a few key takeaways um, from the conversation we had? 
Sure. And I think the easiest way that I would distinguish the two, so data center management as a service is really a, an infrastructure management capability. It's a fully managed service, uh, whereas DSIM is you know, a tool. It's part of that, but it's ultimately you know, a tool and only a part of the outcome. And you know, we've often thought about you know, how, how we have that conversation with our customers. And something that has really resonated well in the last year or two is, you know, is the analogy of Microsoft Excel. Um, in the same way that Microsoft Excel doesn't make someone a great accountant, we and our customers are utterly convinced that DSIM doesn't make someone a great data center operator. It's a part of it. Uh, so we've developed our own in-house capability, uh, our own, our own in-house DSIM platform called InCommand. But really what we're doing for our customers is to use that platform, use that technology platform, but also provide uh, you know, people, resources, everything from service desk to on-site resources, uh, but also help customers refactor, redesign, make more efficient their processes and procedures. Um, because if I go back to something I said earlier, you know, without exception, our customers need data centers. That is absolutely clear, but they really don't want them. And certainly for all of our in-command customers, that distinction is really clear. They have to have infrastructure, but they don't want to be in the business of operating. Uh, and that's where data center management as a service comes in. Which makes sense. I mean, take the headache away from uh, managing infrastructure and let them actually create a new world. Um, new businesses, new applications, and uh, just drive innovation through. Absolutely, yeah. And um, but then, Aaron, looking at the first mini series, um, so the first series focused solely on the critical and controversial topic of data center sustainability. Um, but with this being at the forefront of what server farm and enterprises globally are focused now, uh, what can listeners expect from the DMAS series um, as it relates to sustainability? You know, that's a really good point. And it's very timely, obviously, with, you know, with, with being in the, right in the midst of COP26. Um, and the, you know, we, we talked about sustainability specifically as it relates to buildings and, and, and building infrastructure, uh, you know, in the first miniseries. Um, but we also know that, you know, simply reusing an existing building or refactoring an existing building or refreshing infrastructure in an existing building is, is, is a strong solution, but it's not the only part of the solution. We also have to fix for our customers, you know, how IT is deployed, how IT is managed, how IT is operated. And the easiest way I would describe it, Joe, is that our customers, our in-command customers use less they use less space, they use less power, they use less cooling, less network, less hardware, less software. And actually, when it really comes down to it, that just means less carbon. And that's, frankly, that's why we exist. We make people more efficient, we make people more reliable, but ultimately, we make them use less. And every little helps. Um, and every, and, and by the way, some of these things aren't little. Some of these things are huge. huge. You know, we can help people remove... 20 or 30 or maybe even 50% of their sort of infrastructure overhead simply by managing it much more effectively. Which is so needed at the moment. Yes. Um, and especially as you mentioned COP26, which maybe hasn't gone according to expectations um, of everyone. And, uh, but um, Aram, so we've had sustainability, then we had DMAS. Um, what's next for the Future of Data Centers podcast in terms of topics? Are we going to be, what are we going to be talking about next time? 
Uh, well, now this is where it gets really interesting for us. Um, so the short version of the answer is we don't know. Um, oh, okay. Part of part of the podcast and part of engaging our audience is, you know, getting getting something back from them. You know, the whole concept of the podcast, certainly from our perspective, is to really create a you know a one to many conversation, because rather than go have the same conversation maybe a hundred times with customers. If we can engage our customers much more effectively and come and get back from them, you know, their thoughts, their feedback, you know, we, we really want those things to, you know, to sort of help us, just help educate us. What's important to them? What should we talk about? What conversations are important to them? Uh, and where can we, you know, where can we provide some insight and value? Okay. Well, I'll suggest to our listeners, if they want uh, to drop a message um, or just leave a comment in one of our social channels with a topic, um, and now we'll see where we can go with it. <laughs> Absolutely, we'd love to, love to. I mean, and you know, I guess the point, Zhao, is, you know, we really want this to be a conversation. This mm. isn't the, you know, we, you know, much as I may have a slightly old-fashioned way of speaking, you know, we're not here to be the broadcaster of the BBC World News. You know, this this really has to be dialogue as much as we can. Yeah, it's getting people sitting at the table um, to actually talk how to do and do it. Yeah. Um, afterwards, and um, I certainly don't have the BBC voice, so <laughs> you've got a much better podcast voice than I do. Um, but um, Aram, if there's any doubts left, um, what what makes the, the future of data science podcast so unique uh, and timely as well? Um, and I mentioned there's a pull off about over two million podcasts worldwide. Um, of course, a very small fraction will be data science podcasts, but still, there's a lot of content out there. Um, what makes the Server Farm podcast so unique? Well, we so we're going to work really hard to try and stand out, as you say, you know, in in a very very crowded space. Um, we we're really focused on being better, you know, better for the environment, better for our customers, better for ourselves and our shareholders. And we you know, we're innovating every single day by asking the question why? Why build that way? Why operate that way? Why resource that way? And that leads us to find technology solutions that help us to do very simple things like augment and automate manual processes. Um, we're also quite unusual in the data center space because we really want our customers to use the smallest amount of space and power and cooling and network and hardware, hmm. which you know is, as I said, it's very, very unusual for this industry, but it's incredibly important to us. And I think it's incredibly important to our customers and you know, the wider market. You know, for us, less is a lot more. Um, and that is really important to us. But you know what? It's really important to everyone that comes after us. If we can do our bit to help, you know, right-size our customers so they're using just the right amount of space, just the right amount of power, you know, we can, we can remove so much inefficiency from the market, uh, you know, by helping customers en masse, right, operate and manage and, and control infrastructure you know, much more effectively. And if that means in a year from now, we've avoided five new buildings being built, you know, a whole bunch of additional infrastructure being deployed, more hardware being bought, simply by making our customers more efficient, well, that is, that's a wonderful present for us to leave you know, to those that come after us. Okay. Um, I was going to ask you um, as a final question how you would describe maybe what you expect 2022 to be um, in a few words, but I really like your less is a lot more um, expression. I don't know if that's what you would use for 2022, but... Um, I would. Like, I would. Yeah. yeah. You know, I would say that we're going to be bigger and smaller all at the same time. Hmm. 
this is a lot more building bigger and smaller at the same time. I love that. <laughs> um, Aram Shinoi, Vice President of Sales and Marketing for Server Farm. Thank you for talking to me. Um, as for you at home, thank you for listening and do check our website and give us a follow on social media for more breaking news and timely views from across the digital infrastructure sector worldwide. At Tech Capital, you lead, we report. Bye for now. Thank you.